Well, Razorback fans, we talked about what happens if Arkansas loses to BYU. So let's talk about what happens if they win on today's Locked On Razorbacks podcast. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I'm also the host of Out of Bounds. You catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037thebuzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. Terms and conditions do apply. Hope everybody's having a wonderful Friday. I know it's a bit later in the day than when I normally post a podcast, but I've been on the road, been traveling as I'm up here in Northwest Arkansas, uh, getting ready for the game this weekend, which I know everyone's excited about. And I'm actually uh, broadcasting live from uh, the neighbor's studio, uh, my my brother's place for now. So if it looks like a very homely, uh, homely is not the right word, trendy type background behind me. It's 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 the playroom for the kids. Anyways, it doesn't matter. I'm here, and we got a lot to talk about here on the podcast because not only are we going to give our predictions of what we think is going to happen in this game, specifically with the offense and the defense, but we're also going to get into uh, what's going on in the SEC as well. But a lot of you were, I wouldn't say upset, but some of you were pretty, like, I really didn't understand the whole what happens if Arkansas loses podcast because there's a lot of you that are new to the podcast, like as far as this season for football season. Uh, compared to what it was last year. And what I like to do is that I like to, if Arkansas is a heavy favorite in a game, I talk about what happens if they lose. Or if they're a heavy underdog in a game, I like to talk about what happens if they win, because it will be a much bigger reaction to that particular thing, right? Like, just be honest about this game against BYU and ask yourself, what's going to give you a bigger reaction emotionally? Are you going to have a bigger emotional reaction if Arkansas wins this game or loses this game? It's going to be if they lose, because you're going to be mad. You're going to be frustrated. Uh, some of you may give up on Sam Pittman. Some of you may give up on the season. Some of you may feel like it's over. It's done with. Finito. Moving on. Can't wait till basketball season. Like It's going to be that type of reaction if Arkansas loses. However, if Arkansas wins this game, it it's still going to, in my opinion, spur some sort of reaction and some sort of emotional reaction. It's just going to come down to what type of reaction like how are you going to feel about it how are you going to look at the rest of the season especially with this big um drive coming up in these games that arkansas is going to be playing and facing here in the next four to five weeks and so if you're looking at it with FanDuel, for instance so you have arkansas favored by eight points in this game now it started out as a ten and a half point favorite for arkansas it got down to a seven point favorite for Arkansas and now it's back up to an eight so you're talking about some fluctuating things and essentially what that's telling me and telling most everybody is that when it opened a lot of people did not believe in Arkansas winning by that many points really went heavy on BYU but then the pendulum has swung and then after it got down to seven I was like well let's let's go back here let's let's get back to the what we think is really going to happen where Arkansas actually wins this game and they win it by more than a touchdown so I'll be curious to see what happens when the actual line is set before the game or right a kickoff what it's going to be looking like will it be at something like eight points or will it be something at seven and a half don't really know but it's about right for Arkansas in this particular game and for Razorback fans when they also see that they're like okay we're the favorites we're supposed to win this game 
we're going to win this game. So what happens if Arkansas wins? Well, here's going to be my reaction. I think every win is created is not created equal. Because if Arkansas wins this game and double overtime by a last-second field goal where the offense struggled, the defense looked good, they kept him in the game, they turned the ball over, but they still won the game, I think people, for the most part, will be happy because you've won. But there's going to be a lot of, like, okay, we suck still. Like, we're not a good team. We got lucky. Luckily, you know, they they made a mistake more than we did. Like, you're going to be happy that they won, but you're not going to be thrilled about the, the future of, of the season. But then if you go out and you completely dominate BYU and your offense starts to click, your rushing attack starts to work, the defense continues to build upon what they've built already, the defensive line is getting after the quarterback, uh, all the things that you were hoping to see, and Arkansas wins this game and just throwing it out there uh, by a margin to where like Jacoby Criswell can come in late in the game. And you don't have to worry about playing KJ Jefferson because Arkansas wins by final score 49 to 17, you know, something like that. Then suddenly it's going to open up a lot of eyeballs and say, okay, hold on. Let's, let's get going here. Here we go. This is what we've been asking for. This is what we've been hoping for. Now let's see it in action here. That's kind of how I feel that this whole game is going to be like and, and how it's going to be like. It's, it's going to be a, or excuse me, if they won the game that way, that's how it would be like. Because BYU is an, an improved team. They're a Big 12 team. Their defense has gotten better. Their offense is pretty, still pretty solid. And the thing you always have to remember about BYU is they're, they're always an older team. There's very few times where they're having to rely on a bunch of true freshmen to come in and make some plays. And luckily for Arkansas, and I mean this in the most complimentary way possible, Arkansas actually has a little bit element of that where they are an older team. There's really only one true freshman on this team right now that I look at and where people are having to count on him to be able to play a significant role in these games. And that's Luke has at tight end. Everywhere else is not only just non-freshmen, but we're talking about juniors, seniors, redshirt seniors, redshirt super seniors, redshirt super duper trooper seniors, whatever. Like you have a lot of experience and veteran play on here. So when you have that, and but you may feel like you have the better athletes, the more talent, and can be very physical, and also the fact that you have the element of being at home at night in a raucous atmosphere, which is what Donald W. Reynolds Razorback Stadium is going to be, you expect to win the game. And when that expectation is met and it looks good, it looks like it's something that you can be happy about and be impressed by and feel really more confident about what's coming forth and where you're going and how you're going to get ahead. It changes your entire mood where suddenly you're like, we could beat LSU on the road. Like if Arkansas won by like three touchdowns or something like that, you're like, yeah, we could beat LSU. They're gettable. We could do it. AM, yeah, they haven't looked great either. Like, we, we, you know, they may score some points, but we could get it done. It could happen. We could, we could go two and two in this stretch. That's how it's going to feel. But again, if you struggle and barely win and you, you don't look great, you have some still some major problems, and especially if it's the same problems you've been dealing with so far this season. No one's going to look at it as, all right, yeah, we can go two and two or in this in this stretch, or yeah, we can win a bunch of games, or yeah, we are a better team. So not every win is created equal. This will be a very interesting test for Sam Pittman and the team 
to not only win this game, but how they win this game. Because we already talked about what happens if they lose. We're moving on from that. But how they win. We'll all take it. Starting 3-0 and will be great no matter what. But it's about moving forward. Will you feel good after a win? Of course, we all will. You'll celebrate. You know, you'll have a good time. It'll be, hey, we're 3-0, and maybe even being sneaking into the top 25. But it's going to have to be, to be able to give confidence, to be able to give me and you a great feeling about the SEC schedule in front of them. I'm going to need to see a lot. I'm going to need to see more. I'm going to need to see what it looks like in its full form and the level of what, you know, you can call it the level of competence. You can call it the level of talent. You can call it the level of just cohesion, you know, whatever it is. I want to see how that looks. And if it looks good, if it feels good, and if it is good, suddenly everything's going to start changing up and everyone's going to be all about the Razorbacks heading into SEC play. But I think it, it it shows that Sam Pittman is getting it turned around if they win. I think if they, again, they, if they do it in a good offensive stretch, it's going to show that now things are just going to start clicking a little bit more. Uh, it shows that you can did it and can do it without Rocket Sanders, which is very important. So we know how important he is to the team. And hopefully he's able to come back against LSU. That would be huge. It shows a lot. So what happens if Arkansas wins? All those things. That's how I break it out. See, see did you like that, folks? Now that you're all saying, like, don't you dare put that, uh, that voodoo on us. Well, I talked about both sides of it, okay? And I'll get to my predictions here in a bit, but I feel pretty good about it. And you should too, at least at this point in time. Until there's not a reason to feel good about it. But let's all just feel good and have a good time. Folks, the, these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have the access to the best qualified candidates available, and that's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. It's very simple to do. Just go to linkedin.com slash locked on college. And then you add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to start spreading the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy for, to focus on the candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and who you'd like to hire. That's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus the leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster and for free. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so moving on into the next segment of the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Um, so we talked about what happens if Arkansas wins, but now we now to look at maybe a little bit of a preview of a prediction and, and who I look to, you know, the players, the keys to the game, as so many people do. And for Arkansas, and we can just, we'll just call it that, you know, we can say whatever it was, but I guess keys to the game works. Key players to the game. Let's go with that instead. And we'll start with the offense. Now, <laughs> I believe that this offense is better than what we've seen so far. Some of you may not, and that's fine. But I believe that this offense is capable of showing us so much more than what we have seen just in the small stretch and in the small span that we've looked here in the first two weeks. And this is going to be the game where it really pops off, where it starts to really look good and show that, hey, this isn't just a, a team that struggles with running the ball or anything like that. 
this is a whole new animal. This is a whole new thing. And because of that fact, I believe that the rushing attack is going to get going more. I think they're going to get a little bit more physical. I believe that they're going to move the line. And so you could just basically say that the offensive line in general could be some of the key components of this game and, and the key players that need to bring it. But I'll even take it one step further uh, and going to the running backs. I like AJ Green is great and Rashad Dabinian's great. Like those guys are really great run, running backs. But you know who I want to see step up and I feel like who needs to step up in a game like this? Dominic Johnson. Now, hear me out on this. Dominic Johnson suffered back-to-back season-ending injuries, essentially. Uh, there were surgeries involved. Like he, he, he was trying to get back to it. But as I've mentioned to many people many times, I feel like in 2021, the best running back on the team, especially towards the end of the year, was Dominic Johnson. Like that Mississippi State game where he was running the ball so effectively and he got into the groove, he was outstanding. But he's a big back. He's a big bruising back. And he's got some speed to him, too. And he's slowly and surely getting back into the mix. But I want to see more of him. I want to see more of him being able to be that physical back that we all have seen before. Because I believe that with BYU, and this is no disrespect to him, the defense may not be able to be as physical up front with Arkansas that uh, some other teams in the SEC may be. And so if you need physicality, like speed-wise, they may be able to match you. But if you've got physicality, I want to see Dominic Johnson be that big bruising guy who just runs up the middle and gets you five yards a pop. He's capable of that. Now, the offensive line's got to open the holes for him. There's no question about it. But I think that seeing what we know about Dominic Johnson and his hunger to get back into it, and his, he's slowly and surely coming back into it, I want to see him have a big game. Um, I think the receivers are going to be fine, and I I feel like, you know, the running game will be better. But also, I'd like to see what Luke has is really all about. You know, we've seen a little bit of glimpse of him, and the tight end position is important. But the blocking side of things is where I think the struggle comes in because I think you have Luke has, who's in a phenomenal receiving tight end, but he hasn't gotten to the point to where you can count on him and run blocking the way you should. I think that you have uh, Sherman, who is a great run uh, run blocking tight end or even a pass protecting tight end, but hasn't really gotten value in the pass game. It's almost like if you could just mold all the tight ends together and have one, you'd have like the best tight end in the league if you could just have that, but you don't. So I'd want to continue to see development of the tight end position, <clears throat> whether it's in the passing game, whether it's pass protection, run blocking, like whatever it is, see that development. And I want to see Luke has also uh, get involved there too. And KJ Jefferson, X factor. I, I don't even need to see more on him. He's the X factor. KJ Jefferson has a great game. Arkansas wins plain and simple. It's the way it is, but um, he's got to get protected and he's got to be able to have a rushing attack that, will complement the passing game and open him up a lot. Because I'm telling you right now, if Arkansas is able to run the ball effectively with their running backs, it's over, I think. Because then KJ, that's going to set up KJ. Because KJ then, he can start running. And he'll have to have the RPO. And if they do that, then KJ can take off running. And they're going to have to focus on both of them. Or KJ can you know roll out and throw some passes or beat him with their legs or whatever it is. KJ can be KJ if that happens. And defensively, I mean, we know about the defensive line and how much improved it's been, but Chris Pupal is the big one I want to see. You know, he's a great linebacker. He sat out a half last week uh, due to the targeting penalty. 
how is he going to come out? Because I think the secondary is there. I think the secondary is going to do their job. And I think the D-line is going to do their job. But how will the linebackers continue to progress? How can, will they continue to get better? That's the ultimate key. So watch out for Chris Paul because he's going to be very important to this team and the success that they have. Folks, this episode is brought to you by Markel from Fayetteville to El Dorado and everywhere in between. Markel has been helping Arkansas small businesses for over 30 years. Markel is a global specialty insurer with a truly people first approach. And to them, insurance is more than just a piece of paper. It's a promise to help people get back on their feet. We spend a third of our lives working. So on the job injuries can be expected. You work to build your business. So it's important to make sure that you and your employees have the right insurance coverage. Whether you're new to business or celebrating 25th year anniversary, whether you have one employee or a thousand employees, Markel aims to understand your workers' compensation insurance needs. Find a local independent agent to get a free workers' compensation insurance quote today at markelinsurance.com slash locked on. That's M-A-R-K-E-L insurance.com slash locked on. Markel Insurance is insuring America's small businesses since 1930. Insurance carrier coverage, dividends, and services availability may vary by state. Markel is a registered trademark of Markel Group Incorporated. We are also brought to you by FanDuel, which we know it's the NFL season is already here, as well as the college football season, and they have incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. Now is the best time to join FanDuel. This app is so easy to use, and you can bet on everything from spreads to player props and to so much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season with an offer you won't want to miss. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so final segment here on the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Uh, I know we'll get to our final predictions for the Razorback game against BYU in a second, but I did want to look around the SEC and see uh, some of the matchups that are coming up here this weekend. Uh, honestly, the one that has my interest the most is LSU-Mississippi State because these are two opponents that Arkansas is going to be facing this year. And LSU comes up next weekend, like which is crazy. It's already here uh, on the road. And then Mississippi State comes later in the year at home. But... You know, Mississippi State's still trying to figure out, you know, how good are they post Mike Leach? Rest in peace. And LSU, after having that just donkey slapping beating that they took against Florida State, how are how good are they? Well, this game, for some reason, like I saw this, I'm like, this game's at 11 a.m. And I feel like it's a better game than maybe 11 a.m., but that's just me. Hey, listen, Arkansas gets plenty of 11 a.m. games. Other teams can have it because Georgia-South Carolina is the uh, CBS game, which I still don't think South Carolina is very good. And I think they're going to get worked. Um, but you know, Mississippi State and LSU, LSU is favored by nine and a half points on the road. And you know what? I don't know about that, man. I I think Mississippi State keeps it close. I really do. I think Mississippi State has a good defense. I think they have a good rushing attack. And I think Marks, I think he's got, two, what, 250 yards or something like that this year. So I think they keep it pretty close. But, man, you talk about a key game because if, if Mississippi State beats LSU – LSU fans are going to start losing their minds and they're really going to start turning on Brian Kelly quick, fast, and in a hurry. But everyone's expecting LSU to win. So if that happens, it's really not going to you know change anything, but that's that's pretty much it. Uh, other games of notes, Kansas State, Missouri, don't care. Hopefully Kansas State kills them. Uh, we mentioned South Carolina, Georgia. They don't play either one of those opponents this year. 
And, uh, you know, Tennessee, Florida would be a little interesting, I guess, because Arkansas does go on the road to play Florida this season. Uh, but Tennessee is a favored uh, by six points. And Tennessee has not beaten Florida and Gainesville in the swamp since 2003. So that'll be interesting to see, does Florida lay down and die, or do they actually give Tennessee a run for their money? And that's pretty much it. Like, I don't care about Georgia Tech Ole Miss. Who cares? So, anyway, it should be a good weekend for that. Uh, but final predictions, though, for Arkansas and BYU this Saturday. I believe Arkansas wins this game. I do. I believe Arkansas wins this game. I think it's low scoring, lower scoring than what we saw just from a year ago. I think the defense brings it. I think the offense starts settling in a little bit more. I think the creativity of the offense starts getting there a little bit more. And Arkansas takes care of business in this one. Uh, I don't think it's ever in doubt for the most part. And I think Arkansas wins by a final score of 31 to 14. 31 to 14 is why I think Arkansas takes care of business and wins this game by. And how exciting would that be? And how much better would you feel? And who knows? Maybe I'm wrong, but that's what predictions are all about, right? Uh, just seeing how, uh, how, we, how we play it out and everything. But I still think Arkansas wins. I think we start to showcase a little bit more. I really hope that's the case because if not, next week's podcast is really going to suck. Well, suck less than usual, I guess. But either way, appreciate everybody listening in the Locked on Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. And we'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel next Monday. Have a great weekend, everybody. We will see you then.